Welcome to the brand new All City Podcasts with me, Dan Greenpeace. This week we've got one of the biggest names out of the USA right now, Chameleon Air. His album The Sound of Revenge was a massive billboard smash and his single Riding Dirty recently entered the UK charts at number two. Millionaire, what's going on, man? What's up, Cooper? Military, man. Yeah, feeling good, man. The album's just going berserk. It's going crazy back home, right? Yeah, definitely. You know, the record became the number one record in the United States, and it's just been blowing up everywhere. And now I'm just trying to get some global support yeah, yeah. instead of just in, you know, nationwide. You've got a long history of like mixtapes. Going back to the mixtapes, I mean, they, they kind of felt like they were albums anyway. I mean, you did the hooks on them, you did most of the the, the lyrics on them. I mean, they may, may as well have been like millionaire albums produced by Paul Wall. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely, man. I think oh, at that time it, we were still coming up in a stage to where, you know, I guess Paul was kind of. Like learning this craft a little bit and me too but it was more of like um at that time me and my brother was kind of teaching Paul how to rap you know and that's how we came into the game but you know over the years we all started getting better and then um you know uh you know we had some success with independent albums like Get Your Mind Correct was one of the biggest selling independent albums coming out of Houston as an album never mind a mixtape I mean that was an album you know it was yeah. phenomenal like it was a phenomenal album for everything from falsifying to you know, See, to you, know getting, the, you know the history oh come on man the crazy come thing on, about man. it is no. <laughs> when that album came out a lot of people was talking bad about it like because it was different from the normal Houston sound Houston was on you know people were coming out with freestyle raps and they were freestyling really not writing down anything just saying it off the brain and that was the popular trend in Houston and then we came out with those concepts and those yeah. songs and it was different to people so uh, people was kind of not receptive to it at first and then later on down the line they like oh it's classic you know yeah, yeah, yeah. so that kind of happens with me all the time I mean like you know everything like you did the hooks on like Money Gets Jealous and Love With My Money all that kind of thing I mean yeah. they, were, they were your records you know they, they were your tracks you know yeah I remember and Love My Money ended up being our big single on that song and I remember that time me and Paul were kind of arguing over that because he didn't think it was it was a single and I, I we had to uh, raise you know we had to do a vote and, it, and we outvoted Paul and then it ended up being a single. I'll get your mind correct, especially, you know, you're talking about the difference between entertain, being an entertainer and being a thug and, and what it's all about and people sort of bragging on records, you know. Yeah. Lil Wayne is probably one of the only, like, rappers out there who's a hot rapper, but, you know, he's one, you know, he's a proper hustler as well, you know what I mean? Yeah. But there's not many people that can cross the blur boundaries of being a thug stroke entertainer. Yeah. And you, you seem to take kind of like pot shots at, at those kind of those kind of rappers and that kind of image that people portray. I mean, with me, it's all about just being real to who you are, you know what I mean? I think when you get on a major label, a major label, sometimes will you know think up a, a marketing plan and a gimmick for you and a lot of times people just get caught up in thinking there's something that they're not you know instead of just being realistic right, like with me right. I didn't come in here with no kind of crazy story I didn't switch it up and say I'm an ex-gangbanger or you know ex-drug dealer or nothing just to go along with some trend you know I just kind of kept it real to myself and of course there's a lot of people that have that story but as long as you're keeping it real to yourself then you know you're not gonna have no problems in the future later on people will find out you know people can always tell you can't fool your audience you know they're going to see through the, you know, the wolf got to come out of the, uh, the, the sheep's clothing eventually, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, let's play a track from the album. Let's, uh, can we play the Sway remix? It seems really yeah, UK. Yeah, definitely. You got to play that. Yeah, let's play Riding the Sway remix right here, Chameleonaire. The Sound of Revenge in stores now. It's big. For me, Dan Greenpeace, Chameleonaire, very special guest. Oh. Came in the game with no big deal and took it over like it was no big deal. Because when there's a wheel, there's a way. When there's a way, there's a sway behind the wheel trying to get away. Trying to blow up and bust in Houston, leave Texas looking like the bus in Houston. I'm a fucking nuisance, it's far from losing, so I grew a head bigger than Marcus Houston. On this side of the ocean, we don't cruise, move quick, there's a lot to do. And beat my 
run up in your crib so quick You will make techno sound chop the screw I'm the truth, rappers don't want nothing Cause when I call the truth, you call the truth And it's no cock and bull, they do cock and bull In the high grades when they flock to school Now ever since I was little I used to fit it with riddles While the other kids tackle the dribble Then every negative situation that I've been through I'm always banging the middle But come out right as rain for it's a fiddle I'm they're gonna be bigger than only in the middle Cause she was looking at it all only in the middle And they ran a rapper similar The only reason I ain't signed is I can't figure out flipping signature They see me rolling, they Trolling and trying to catch me riding dirty. 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 All city. Alright, back into it. Riding featuring Sway, the UK remix. I mean, you did an incredible job in like creating a lot of buzz around that. I mean, you, you did it right. I mean, you got like yeah, yeah, eight yeah. And, and the game in the West Coast. You got you got UGK in, in you know from the from the South. J Mills, Papoose. Yeah, from, I mean, yeah, from the East. You know, you couldn't hit a better chord at this particular time. You captured exactly what was going on in each coast. You know, so was that kind of your plan to sort of break the single through? Yeah, definitely. You know, a lot of times I get caught up and you know I had to go get this this big uh, million dollar guy to be on my track. And to me, it's all about the streets. You know what I mean? And I kind of like been on promo tour for a long time so I was going to different markets and seeing who was really controlling the streets and who was the people that was really getting the buzz and a lot of times it might just be something as simple as you know getting the people that the mixtape DJs mess with and so that's the people that I went and worked with and then uh, it wasn't really necessarily a radio thing you know because I was just like man I feel like the streets control it you know and then and, and they dictate what's popular so I started doing that and then next thing I know I started working and started messing with radio DJs you know they 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 the street DJs are the same ones as in the radio sometimes. So it started just kind of getting bigger and bigger, making the record bigger. And then it's the same thing internationally. You know what I'm saying? When you go overseas, it's like it's a whole nother market that I think people in the United States are not really aware of. You yeah. know, like me over here, I'm learning a whole lot that I think I could go back and tell them like, hey, man, it's crazy over there. You know, <laughs> that they really don't know. And then like an artist like Sway, when it comes to his delivery and stuff like that, like, I mean, it's sick because like people, a lot of people like me because they say that I rap fast, but I can still, you can still hear everything. Still the clarity, clear. yeah. Yeah, and I think he has that same, you know, characteristics where when he's rapping, I can hear the rawness in it, you know? When he was like, the first time I heard the verse and he was like, uh, well, there's a wheel, there's a way, there's a yeah. way trying to get away. I said, man, that boy is raw, you know? <laughs> and the moaning yeah. in the middle thing? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's definitely some, yeah. some, you know, lyrical content in there. That boy is sick with it. So, yeah. you know, uh, I, I was so happy when I got all the versions, you know, I got an XM radio show. I was just like, man, I'm going to play all these versions, you know? <laughs> I think everybody has. That's yeah. incredible, man. Just to sort of set the record straight with Paul Wall, you know, is everything cool? Because I know there's going to be an irreconcilable differences like tape coming out. Was that a joke? At that time, when me and Paul Wall was coming up, it was more of a perfect marriage. Like, I could tell you what Paul was going to say before he said it. You know, now we're growing into two different people. You know what I mean? It's like people always will for a group that for a long time ago to get back together. And you better be careful what you ask for because sometimes you might not get a good result. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And I think right now, me and Paul are going in two different directions. I see where he's going with his career and I see where I'm going with mine. And I just don't think it's the same marriage you know I, I feel like I don't even know Paul right now you know really? what I mean and it might be vice versa too right so you know um, at that time you know uh, we were we we're like you know brothers almost and now we decided to go two different directions and it's been a long time you know oh, what right, I mean right. well, let's keep on let's talk about Sound Revenge let's play another track from the album I think yeah. I was thinking In the Trunk one of my favorites you know in the, the trunk, early yeah. millionaire very special guest we'll be back after this I heard somebody said it the South ain't got no lyricists Bang bang at the game like everyone down here is pissed You looking for the truth and look no further, here it is Turn it up a notch so they cannot say they not hearing this They say Camilla Sig, click click, here's a clip Bang bang at the rap game to make your spirits live And it seems to me the industry is all on jiggers Who? You, you, you and you Pick a clip The drunk body with your gang Decide your record, throw it up What you tryna drink? Cause I'm about to get you drunk Keep it pimpin' main So they can feel it in the 
Alright, back into it. It's in the trunk from the Sound of Revenge. Chameleon Air album's blowing up, doing big things, riding dirty. I mean, you got some interesting like production choices, obviously, since you worked with Paul Wall in the past. But you know, a couple of my favourite tracks are Rain and, and Picture Perfect, and you yeah, got you, Perfect, you, yeah. you got you got your boy uh, Saul Messiah on there. Got Storch, yeah, Scott Storch, the Beat Bullies. Yeah, I mean, they do a lot of the production on the album. You know, yeah. are they local guys? Um, the Beat Bullies are on Big Boy from Outkast's production team. All right, um, Purple Ribbon. Yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah, yeah. and um. You know, I was working with them because when I first went out to Atlanta is where I was recording an album at, and I was out there hanging out with those guys. And those guys already were familiar with my background. And a lot of people were giving me beats, but they're giving me beats that they feel match me. Right, right. Like, like my old stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what I'm trying to do? I'm trying to add to the audience that I already have. You know what I mean? And I felt I want to grow as an artist because if I would have came with the same type of you know, candy paint and grill stuff, then it wouldn't have been a breath of fresh air because I knew there's four people coming behind, before me doing that. Yeah. So I said I wanted to come a different angle and wanted to, you know, hit it from a different angle. And I think they understood that because the beats they were giving me were more on that scale. And it's a lot more musical as well. I mean, there's instrumentation in there. You know, you've yeah, got, you got like, uh, you got like uh, opera singers in there. Yeah, you definitely, got... definitely. Yeah, and they're, crazy, they're, they're, they're more about the production instead of just giving me a beat. Right. So I, I started working with them and we did most of the tracks with them. And then, you know, of course, I went to Scott Storch and Manny Fresh and Cool and Dre and stuff like that. Favors. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, and so so once we put it all together, it's crazy how the the, the biggest song riding, it, it's one we didn't even pr- try to make a single with. Right, you know, right. we was just trying to make a street record. You know what, what, what I mean? was it with that then? Why did you, why did that suddenly jump off? Was it because the radio was reacting to that record or? I think it's a combination of a little bit of everything. It's a catchy hook, one. It's, it's something that everybody can relate to, don't matter where you are in the globe, you know what I mean? They, you had a situation with the police, right. you know, trying to catch you riding dirty. Yeah, yeah. And then I think it was a little bit different. Like, people at first were not like, they, they were like, that record's not going to work because it doesn't have, you know, uh, this. it's not a club record. It, it, you're rapping too fast on it, you know? And I think all those elements made it different than yeah. all the stuff that was on the radio so people was like wow i like this and then it was crazy bone and you know everybody used to love bone thugs and harmony and then he came back with that same essence that same style yeah, yeah. and it was melodic and fast and i think that's just made all that combination makes people be like you know what i like this record you know yeah, yeah, and yeah. you can't deny a good record you know you seem to be all about your business i mean the last the last few projects you know the mixtape projects you've either been on swisher or paid in full you know do you feel like you're taking it into your own hands and like as, as a business entity like with Camilitary? yeah definitely man for a while i was stuck in a little um you know hole where people was always comparing me or attaching me to something else. And it was just like, man, I'm making these records. I'm, I'm the one making these records and nobody wasn't hearing me. So now I think it's more evident now that I'm standing on my own two feet and people are seeing hits still coming out. They're like, okay, this dude Chameleon does make hits, you know? And I think, you know, it's, 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 people always try to be like, well, what about Switch House? Would you want to, you know, go back and do stuff with them or do something with Paul? And that's cool, but that's why I'm just going in my own direction because I feel like, you know, it was so hard to get people to recognize that I have my own thing. And now that I have something for myself, I take much more pride in it and I'm about pushing Camilitary, just like any other businessman, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you ask Puffy something, he's going to be thinking about what he could do for Bad Boy, you know? And that's how I am, too. This is the real essence. You know, you're a rapper. You're a lyricist. You're an MC. You yeah. know what I mean? You're up there. I mean, probably the best in the South, you know, right now in terms of, like, lyrical complexity delivery how did you go about the craft of, of writing and, and write, writing songs I think you know I took it a little bit more seriously as far as the music is concerned because I had had a genuine love for rap and just hip-hop in general instead of just you know I, of course I realized I can make money off of it but you know I used to look at the game and listen to so many different forms of music that it kind of helped me cr- create my craft like you know I'm one of them people that you know I open my emails every day and all my fans tell me I'm the greatest and I'm the best but I don't I let it go in one ear and out the other and I just still perfect my craft you know I feel like I can get better and I criticize myself real hard and you know sometimes the media might criticize myself I'm criticizing myself harder than they are you know and that's how I am every 
freestyle when I was doing the mixtapes I was trying hardest to beat my last one instead of just taking it for granted right. like I didn't recycle it's not too many times you're gonna hear me some stuff that I recycled you know what I mean even though all the years of mixtapes there was so many punchlines people were like you know you should have kept that for your album you should have kept this for, and it was just like nah you know I'll beat it next time you know and yeah, that's, yeah. that's the mentality I had when I was putting together songs I thought about concepts and lyrical and then being different you know I think that's what kind of made me stand out at first in the mixtape circuit because I was always trying to come up with something witty and creative. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. When did you first realize that it was getting bigger than just being in Texas? What was the sort of pinch yourself moment? When, I think, when did I you think it was a long time ago when I was independent. We had went out to Cleveland, Ohio, and we thinking, okay, everybody's jamming all, nothing but bone and nothing but, you know, we go out there and we hear screwed music like crazy and everybody, it's like, I'm a big star out there and I didn't even know. So I was like, wow, this is crazy. Then after I did a show, there was so many people there and they were all screaming all my lyrics. And I was thinking, wow, you know, people in Texas probably have no idea how big this is because they're not really getting too far out. So we started going to places like Denver, realizing we had fans there and just going all over the globe. And we realized this is why we're independent before the majors came in. And then I'm like, this is crazy. You know, it, it wasn't just like we performing in front of 100 people. It was, it was a lot of people showing up. And that started, the, that started it to be like, you know what, yeah. we need to start getting out. All right, so let's go out with one last track. It's been great to have you on the show. What's it going to be? It takes him off the album or you want to take an old joint? Hmm. What's the new single? Let's do that. Uh, we could play. Uh, you know what? We I want to play this track. Um, um, Rain. You know, featuring Scarface. Yeah, because, that's incredible. Man. You know, I feel like um, you know, nowadays music is you know all in one direction. People follow a lot of trends, and and this is a song that has a lot of purpose. You know what I mean? My whole crime doing mixtapes. I did a lot of stuff that was like. You know, really no purpose, no meaning behind it, just saying stuff to rhyme, and this time it has a purpose behind the song, and then it's with the legendary Scarface, so rain. Let's do it. Chameleon Air, it's been great having you on the show. No, really Good luck with the so. album. Enjoy it out here. You know, I hope you see there's a, wor a wide world outside outside of Texas, but... Yeah, definitely. You know, so it's, only the, it's only the beginning, man. All right, peace out. Good to have you on the show, bro. Pleasure. Peace. Oh, city, 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 city. I ain't trying to deal with this on, you know? They say he's running the game, Camilla Terry Main. That's right, you already know what it is, baby. It's your boy Camilla now, also known as the mixtape Messiah. Doing a bit with my dog Dan Greenpeace. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, city, 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 city.